Okay, the next bout is a welterweight bout between Jordan Williams and Mickey Gall. Initially, this was scheduled for the main card, but after the Macy Chasson fight uh, fell off, they did some shifting around. They moved the Adrian Yanez fight up to the main card, which was initially on the prelims, and then they went ahead and moved this fight down, the Williams and Gall fight down to the prelims. All right, let's cover this fight here. Williams is 9-4. and four. Um, I'll try to explain to you how in maybe a parallel universe, this guy could be like maybe 13-1, 12-2. Had some weird decisions, didn't go his way. Um, I like what I see from this guy. As you, as you can see on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube, um, we, we like Jordan Williams to win the fight. He's a slight favorite at minus 170 right now. I think that's a big-time bargain. He's 2-2-1 two, two in his last five fights. American fighter, 30 years old, 6'1 in height with a 76-inch reach. He trades at NorCal fighting alliance and we get him at three to five in the fighter iq rating as for mickey gall he's six and three overall two and three in his last five fights american fighter 29 years old he's six foot two in height with a 74 inch reach he trades at gracie new jersey academy another new jersey boy here on the card we've given him a two out of five in the fighter iq rating um a lot of similarities from these guys almost the same height and reach uh, age wise one year apart uh record wise very similar experience mickey gall's fought nine fights williams has fought 13 fights According to Tapology, the public is strongly in favor of Williams, almost 3-1 to one here, with 69% of the votes going to uh, Jordan Williams. Let's talk here about Mickey Gall first, okay? Let's look at his recent fights, who, who he's beat, who he's not beat. He's coming off of three losses in his last five fights, uh, specifically in back in June of last year. So about a year ago, he lost to Mike Perry via decision. And, you know, Mike Perry is still definitely someone who can go in there and give you, you know, three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, make it tough on you. Uh, but he's not the Mike Perry of old, um, and we've seen him struggle at times now. Mike Perry is, you know, thirteen and I'm sorry, fourteen and six now. So, fourteen and eight, excuse me. So, look, he's not the platinum is, is sort of turning to, let's say, sterling silver now. It's not quite platinum uh, for for Mr. Perry, but in any case, he beat Mickey Gall, and it's interesting when you look at when did he beat Mickey Gall, right? Well, check this out. Perry loses to Vincente Luque in 2019, then Jeff Neal in 2019, then he fights Mickey Gall in 2020, wins. After that, he loses to Tim Means and Daniel Rodriguez. So in that five-fight streak, okay, Mike Perry couldn't pick up a win against anyone except for Mickey Gall. All right, I think that kind of puts that there in, in perspective. All right, his prior fight, he fought Salim Tohari. Now, this is going to sound mean, and I, I don't mean anything against Salim. I, I don't know the guy personally. I haven't watched a lot of his fighting. But he came into that fight 10-3. Uh, you know, hadn't really fought anybody, and but the fight was over. The commentators were sort of billing it as like, "Wow, what an exciting fight! This was a great fight." I guess it just it looked to me, from what I was watching, it looked to me like Mickey Gall was fighting down to the competition. His cardio was an issue, which is something that's been an issue for him in the past. He couldn't close the deal. He wins a decision, and it was close. It was like twenty nine, twenty eight. Okay, so hey, not all wins are created equal. That win was a win. Wins a win, but all right. Prior fight, Diego Sanchez. Now, Mickey Gall will claim to this day that he was sick in this fight. It was back in 2019. Round two, he loses. He gets caught with a knee in the clinch. You know, they're in a clinched position. The guy grabs the back of his head, pulls down. Dude lands a knee on him. And from there, there's some ground and pound. I will say this. Mickey Gall showed a lot of heart. He didn't go out right away. It took a lot for Diego to finally beat him up. Diego's end up get, Diego ends up getting back control and gets um, Mickey Gall face down on the, on the mat. You know, chest down, basically on the back, being able to just, you know, grind him out. So he gets a loss there. Again, the cardio was an issue. Um, it didn't look great. He had a prior loss to Randy Brown as well in 2017. That was a decision loss, so not, not so bad. Everything else in his record was was fighters that you won't recognize or just very low-level stuff. So looking back at this guy's recent fight history, it's only 6-3. and three. He's only fought nine total fights. He doesn't have a lot of experience. 
The cardio is a glaring issue. That's why we're giving him a two out of five of the fighter IQ rating. You know, he's gotten his family members involved with trying to improve his cardio. Word is his sister's helping him do some running at times. You know, um, he's trade camps. He's gone to California. He's come back to, to New Jersey. Now he's obviously in New Jersey at Gracie Academy. Um, you know, I think this guy is a UFC level fighter. I will say that. You know, I, I probably sounds like I'm being sarcastic. I'm just saying he is a UFC level fighter, but it's barely. Um, you know, it, we have to see him go three rounds and have cardio in the third round, be able to make some good decisions. He still has to fight some better opponents. He's not really fought anyone significant to this point. Jordan Williams, on the other hand, this guy, you know, when I first looked at the fight, I thought, okay. You know, I think he's going to win the fight. But once you start breaking down the film and looking closer at Jordan Williams, you start realizing, like, man, you know, that fight against Rams Ramazan Kumagomedov back in 2019, a split decision loss, he got robbed, man. He got robbed. He should have won that fight. Back, at Tim, back in 2018, he fights Tim Curran. He wins the fight. Round three, TKO, wins the fight. After the fight, gets tested. Positive for the weed. Take that away from him so he's got the no contest there. Back 2016, he gets beat up, first round loss, gets hurt, Dwight Grant. Dwight Grant's not a bad fighter. Look at Dwight Grant's record right now. What's, he, what's his record right now? Dwight Grant is 11-3, and three, hanging in there, doing his thing. You know, so, And then his prior fight before that that he had lost was against Rodrigo Vargas back in 2014. Okay, so the guy has, right now today, four losses. I would contest that his last two losses shouldn't have been losses. I thought he beat Nasser, not Nasruddin Imamov back in 2020. I thought he bought. I thought he bought. I thought he beat Ramazan Kumagomedov back in 2019. They just didn't go his way. Now look at the fights that he has won. All right, he lost those fights by decision and split decision, respectively, against Ramazan and against Nasruddin. Back in 2020, September, a little over, a little less than a year ago, Gregory Rodriguez he knocks him out in the first round. Like Gregory Rodriguez. Not that he's some kind of world beater, but the dude is on a three-fight winning streak. He's pretty tough and durable, and Jordan just catches him. One of the best knockouts you'll see. As soon as he catches him, guy gets hurt up against the cage, and then Jordan just comes in nice, clean, straight punches, eventually just head snaps back type of thing, and you see Gregory, built-ass dude, just drop to the ground. Jordan has a lot of punching power. That's one thing I think will make a difference in this fight. I can see him ending the fight within the distance because of that. So anyway, 2020, he wins by, by first round TKO or KO against Gregory Rodriguez. His prior win before that, round three, finishes off Diego, Diego Herzog. His prior fight before that was 2018 against Tim Curran. The fight they took away from him that didn't count because of the weed. Well, he won that one on that day, TKO round three. His prior fight, Brandon Hester, round two, TKO. Alex Lopez, round one, TKO. I think you get the gist here. The dude's last seven wins. Okay, his last seven wins going all the way back to 2015 have all been stoppages where he has knocked someone out or TKO'd them within the distance. He's got serious punching power. If you look at the Nasruddin Imovov fight, the Nasruddin Imovov fight, he took a pounding, Imovov took a pounding. There was a terrible headbutt in that fight. They both get cut opened up. At some point, you know, there's a lot of blood. You can see the damage is on Jordan Williams' face. Williams takes some elbows in the ground. He's he's taking he's taking some tough ground and pound at points. I thought I'm like, let's see what this kid's made of. And you know what? Against Imovov, you see, Williams has a he has got a gas tank. He's got a lot of heart. He could take a freaking punch, man. Um, so this guy is a tough out by by far one of the toughest outs that uh, Mickey Gall's gonna fight. I think what happens here is if the fight gets out of round one, because I can see Williams starching him at any point. Williams punches hard. He's reckless. Doesn't care about taking some punches because he could take a punch. 
I can see him pushing tempo, winning round one just because of that. He doesn't mind wrestling too, okay? And Mickey Gall will give up position for submission attempts. So round one might not be that exciting, but we get into round two and round three, and Jordan Williams has got that I don't give a fuck attitude, pushing forward and throwing and swinging, and Mickey Gall gets a little bit tired. I feel like, you know, you can't guarantee anything, but boy, Jordan Williams is one of my favorite picks on the card, and I think that price tag that he's at right now is actually really good. I think he's being a little disrespected. This guy could be literally 12-2 and two instead of, you know, 9-4. Nine and nine and four. Um, He's been in there with some decent fighters. I think Nasser Dinimovov is a pretty decent fighter. He went toe-to-toe with him. I could not see Mickey Gall going toe-to-toe with Nasser Dinimovov, okay? So, you know, I think there's a clear level difference here. I think Jordan, if things had worked out differently, would be a clear level above. I think right now there's some recency bias looking at the numbers, and sometimes numbers don't tell you everything. This is a situation where I would say the numbers don't tell you enough. When you take that first glance at Williams and you see he's 9-4, and four, he's 2-2-1 two, two and one in his last five fights, what is he doing? Well, yeah, you have to look deeper and see that one of those numbers there, that 2-2-1, two, two, should be on the W column, right? He beat the guy on that day. Tested positive for weed. So what? Clearly, he's not really an enhancer. So I guess what I'm saying to you is I think Williams is, is a great spot. I think betting him straight up is a great bet. In terms of the prop bets, I think if you like Williams as much as I like Williams to win, then the two prop bets you have to look at are by decision or by TKO. TKO for Jordan Williams any time in the fight is plus 250. Decision for Williams, plus 225. Decision for Gall, plus 400. So if you like Gall and you think he's going to win the fight, I don't think it's going to be – I mean, it could be by submission because that's one of the things that he likes to do. But Williams is tough, man. He's not going to be easy guy to choke. He's going to be durable. He's not going to get too tired. So could Jordan Williams fall on the wrong side of another split decision? Could history repeat itself? It, it happened in the Ramazan Kumagomedov fight. You know – this guy's got a history. You know, he's got he's he's a diabetic, type one diabetic. So he doesn't cut weight. And that's got like a positive and negative for him. Let me highlight the positive side. He's not cutting weight. Think about that. Other guys are stressing themselves out to hell, cutting weight. Some guys are cutting massive amounts of weight so they can be bigger on that fight day. You know, obviously taking advantage of uh, you get the point. So he's not cutting weight. All right, for health reasons, he's coming in there pretty much just like his normal weight is. That's a good thing for him. You know what I mean? On the bad side, he's a type one diabetic. You know, could that rear its ugly head on game day you know could he have some kind of issue that would affect him on game day i'm not a diabetic so i wouldn't know personally how that could affect you stamina wise um, recovery wise whatever the case may be to date he seems to manage it well and it doesn't seem to affect his heart or desire to be in there and fight um again i think this guy in a different situation here could have a better record it could be looked at as a hotter prospect um this this money line here is a little disrespectful and as for mickey gall I think he's getting that classic, you know, American white hype, the Rocky hype. Hey, Jersey, what's up, Adrian? You know, he's got that whole Northeast thing. He seems like a nice character. He gives a lot of pride to his New Jersey roots and stuff like that. But, man, he's in there with a killer. Uh, Jordan Williams really punches hard. I, I feel like within those 15 minutes, Gall gets hurt. Gall gets TKO'd. I think Williams comes in there super aggressive. I don't think he's, he's worried about losing to Gall. He's not worried about catching a, a hook or a punch. And if he looks at his recent fight history, and his coaches have too, they're going to tell Jordan Williams, do not let this go to the scorecards. Do not let them take another fight from you. You have to finish within a distance to make sure you get the win. And his last seven wins have all been finishes by him within that distance. So we've got Jordan Williams to win. We like him a lot. We're going to sprinkle some of those uh, prop bets and put a full unit on Jordan Williams to win straight up. If not, maybe even two units because we like him a lot. One of our favorite picks in the card. Good luck with this one, guys.